Peace and good day, everybody. This is Lady Gilmore today. I'm your host. I'm queen on the scene. I'm saddened today just like the rest of you are because everybody that know me know how much I love my babies. We want to ask my listening audience, everybody out there that know the word of prayer, just stop for a moment and let's say a prayer about these children, our babies and their parents. They, if they ever needed the Lord, as they grieving that their baby won't come home, now is the time that we need prayer. And I'm going to ask my guest today, a beautiful sister friend, we've known each other for years, Beverly Lloyd. Sis, can you lead us in prayer? It would be my honor. Lord, we come before you today, and our hearts are in grief but we just humble ourselves before you, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to first and foremost be with those families of the victims. Be with those families and comfort their hearts. But most of all, Lord, be with us today that we could seek you, Lord, and we would look for direction, Lord, during these troubled times. You said... If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves, seek my face and pray that I would be there with them. And Lord, we ask you to help each and every one of us humble ourselves and seek you. You are the answer. They always say Jesus is the answer, and that's what we need to look for. We ask you, Lord to be with those communities, to be with our communities as we seek solutions in your name. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, my sister. And as we were saying earlier, this is the day that the Lord gave us. And we are here to talk about a celebration. Yes. A celebration of our people. Sister Beverly is the chairman of the African American Cultural Gardens, Juneteenth chairman. And once we know our history, to those of us that receive it, we can do better. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, help me, Lord. And um, we can do better. And Sister Beverly, could you please begin the intro into Juneteenth? How you got involved mm. and what we're going to do. I guess I've actually been involved almost since I was 18 because Juneteenth is about a struggle, a struggle for freedom. Our people have been struggling for freedom since the moment they threw nets on us, put us on those boats, and brought us here. And we are continuing to struggle. However, Juneteenth is the celebration of the day that the last of us were declared free via the Constitution. On June 19, 1865, in Galveston, Texas, the last of us found out that we were free, and they had a celebration, a jubilee like none other. And this is what we're carrying on on June 19th. Now, the African-American Cultural Garden has been celebrating Juneteenth over 20 years. It was made a national holiday last year, but to us, it was always a holiday here in Cleveland. 
please join us this June 18th, 2022 at the African American Cultural Gardens where we will have a celebration like none other for Juneteenth. Amen, my sister. We're we're putting the fleece out because we definitely want them to come. I've been involved through you and just so many people years ago when I was going through my transition of learning more and more about our history and how you all taught me and walked with me. We used to go up to Akron, and we went to the Cultural Gardens. I remember when the Cultural Gardens was nothing but dirt. Mm. Nothing but dirt. Nothing but dirt. I don't. Nothing but dirt. I was a baby then. Yes, you was a baby. I kind of was a little little grown girl coming up at that time. And the warriors, the mothers, the trailblazers before us, some of them were there on canes, walkers, those chairs that you flip up and sit because they believed that we should know about ourselves. And when they start telling me stories about Juneteenth, I was like, wow. And we would just sit there on the grass, just sit there and listen to them. And some of them would begin to cry because some of their family was in Galveston, Texas, and didn't know. So let's talk about that, that didn't know. Didn't know. First of all, so many of us still don't know, and that's why Juneteenth is so important to get the word out. But when we were declared free, many of the slave owners went to Texas, some were already there, and they knew in that remote area that if no one told the slaves that they were free, well, they wouldn't know. So they didn't tell them, and they were still living as enslaved. But then when General Granger came and read order number three, he had to ride in with troops, ride in with soldiers, so that the landowners and the slave owners would let them in. And they gave that order that all Africans were free that day. And that was just a celebration and a jubilee that has gone on since 1865. Wow. Wow. And the good part is our flag. Our flag. Our Juneteenth flag. And you see this star in the middle of the flag? That represents the Lone Star of Texas. That ties into Texas and the Juneteenth flag. Because until all of us are free, None of us are free. And that even goes back to what we're, you know, grieving about today with our, our all these shootings and killings. Juneteenth is an ongoing celebration. Yes, we have been declared free, but we must be totally free in our bodies, our minds, and just every movement in this country. And that is a continuation, something we're still working on. I know we're we're really doing our best yeah. right here right now. Yeah. But you know what I was thinking about, sis, while you were talking, the food, the food, 
the different flavors, the mm -hmm. different menus, the delicacies of the food. Can we talk about that? Yes, we can. And the thing about it is, is that the food has meaning. It's not just celebration only, but it has meaning for that jubilee. You see the color red in the flag. That color is for the blood that many of us shed for our freedom. So barbecue chicken, red. Watermelon, red. Red velvet cake. <laughs> and then a special red punch they made. All of these things were red to commemorate the blood that was shed for our freedom. So on Juneteenth... These dishes mean something very, very special. I said to my husband, no wonder I love watermelon. So I, love, I can eat a, a whole one throughout the entire day. And at the gardens on June 18th, we will be giving complimentary Juneteenth meals out with the barbecue chicken, with the watermelon, wow. and the red drink. We will be giving that out in celebration and explaining to people yes. what this means. Yes, because yes. some of us still don't know. But who all is coming? Do we have special guests? Well, we certainly we have the mayor, Justin Bibb, coming. Justin Bibb is going to be our grand marshal. We kick the day off at 9 a.m., join us to decorate your cars. We will have all kinds of decorations for you, balloons and Juneteenth decorations and magnets to go on the car. And then at 10 a.m., we pull off for a Juneteenth caravan, which will take about 30 minutes around the community. And we'll be passing out gift cards. So hopefully all the uh, residences will come out. And um, that will kick the day off. The mayor is going to be our grand marshal. He'll be in the front car. When we return, we go to the garden and we begin our festivities. Drumming, dancing, the grand march. Our babies are invited and they have been signing up for our talent extravaganza. And Ooh. the Cleveland Cavaliers has given us money to give these babies $300 and $200 and $100 awards. They, they'll be singing, dancing, playing instruments, whatever their gift might be, reading poetry, and it should be a very wonderful day. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. I can't wait. So where will we park at? Because some people still don't know where it's located. Well, we're going to have the streets closed off, which is great. So okay. that's going to make it really nice and safe. Our vendors will be uh, lining along the streets. We'll have flags lined along the streets. And the celebration starts right at the garden. We'll be under a tent when the mayor gives welcoming remarks. We start at the garden. We have dancers. We have a children's village and um, poetry readings. We also have Prester Pickett from Cleveland State University. Oh, my brother. He will give us a reenactment of that day that oh. General Granger read the order. And it, you'll, you'll just oh think, you know. Then we'll just mosey on down the street to the Centennial Plaza, which is about a half a mile away. And that's where we'll have the grand talent extravaganza that our young people, kindergarten through 12, will be performing 
along with drummers and guest poets and guest dancers and guest storytellers. I was just getting ready to say, what about your storytellers? Absolutely, the storytellers I love will be you there. all, yes, the storytellers. Yes. That's what helped me as well, listening to the stories. stories yes. yes. So everybody can come. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a certain spot to park in or? The parking is in a couple of places. You can park up on Wheelock Avenue. Okay. Or you can park right behind the gardens on East Boulevard. Plenty of parking there. Okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We used to park there. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So it's just open to everybody. Everybody. Okay. This is open to all. It is a community event as it has been for the past 20 years. Yes, it has. Absolutely. Yes, it has. Now, before. This is our first time doing it since the COVID face-to-face. Yes, face-to-face, right. Because we had to mm-hmm. do uh, virtual. virtual. We had to do it virtually. Mm-hmm. And, and it worked out pretty good. We were pretty proud of it. Yes. But it's nothing like being together. I know. This is the part I'm enjoying. We all get a chance to nothing be together. Like being together. And, and we want those of us that could come in the garb. Mm-hmm. Come oh, in your absolutely. garments, please, if you can. If you can. Come, if if not, just come and celebrate. And if you can't, and you, if you have red, black, or green, that's fine. Oh, yes. Or the garb, but the most important thing is bring your heart. And bring that's yourself. it. Absolutely. That's it. Come, come, absolutely. come. Mm-hmm. And to see, I mostly look for my young people and my elderly Absolutely. Those are the two generations that I look for. That's why we're having that talent extravaganza, because we want the young people to be involved and learn about their history. Absolutely. Well, sis, can you give us a snippet of one of your stories? Well, let's see here. A snippet of a story. It could be that a long time ago, This was far away in a a land of Africa, and it was called Ghana. There were two brothers and one sister. Their father had been the king, and he passed away. And during the rites of passage, the two brothers would be given their title from their father. But they didn't want to just have any regular clothes. They wanted some special clothes. They wanted the skins from the Nanabulele. The sister said, how would we get the skins from the Nanabulele? Well, they told her she was the oldest sister, and that was for her to figure out. But they would not come out of their huts until she brought those skins. She went to the village and called everyone together and told them of her dilemma. They all got together and brought food and the meat from the cow, the calabash, the corn, and everything to go off with her to find the nana. Now, this is how we do in the village. And I'm going to stop right there. (laughs) No, you didn't have to stop. uh, This is how we do in the village. We all come together. This is another thing. We want to teach the children about some ways that are old ways are still good ways. They're still good ways. When I grew up, 
you were in the village, and, and you could get a spanking from anyone that was an elder. And you might call yourself sneaking a smoke. Before you could get home, your mama knew all about it. Knew all about it, which hand it was in and everything. And so one of the things we do want to teach them is that we all drink from the same cup and that we have to help one another and put our efforts and our resources together to help each other. This is what we need to do more of. Yes, ma'am. Sis, can you explain to our audience, I can't pronounce the word, you know I never could, the skin from the... Nana Bolele. Yes. And uh, that story will be told at the Juneteenth. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm going, I am going to be there and I'm going to sit under the storyteller's feet and just continuing to learn. And that's what we're missing. Mm-hmm. The village, the family. Coming together. Coming and together. Everyone. Everybody, everybody. So tell them again, sis, what day we're going to be there, where the park Absolutely. and all of that. We'll be there on June 18th, which is a Saturday. We start decorating the cars at 9, the caravan is at 10, and the celebration begins in the garden at 11. It goes all the way to 3, and we have our children's extravaganza near the end at the Centennial Plaza. Now, another added bonus, we have received a grant and we'll be doing another special Juneteenth celebration at the Western Reserve Historical Society. They will be having a Juneteenth celebration on the June 16th, which is a Thursday before Saturday. And it will be held from 5 to 7 with a beautiful reception, greens and cornbread, sweet potato pie, and anyone can come to that. It's only 150 tickets. So the first people that sign up, you just go to the website of the Western Reserve Historical Society and look for the Juneteenth celebration, and that's another wonderful Juneteenth program. Okay, do we have any more that you know of that's going on? Well, we definitely know that I know that there's a wonderful celebration on Larchmere. Yes. On Larchmere, up and down the street, there's four or five businesses that are all celebrating Juneteenth. And my sister, King's and Queen's store, is the jumping off point. Oh, that's my sister, Queen. Oh, my goodness. I love her so much. I'll probably stop there after our program. Yes. Then, you know, there is the the one. It's the new one. This is their second year. It's going to be downtown. They're having one. And uh, that's till 10 o'clock at night. Now, where's that going to be? You said downtown? Downtown on the square. Oh, okay. Okay. All these different avenues. Yeah, Juneteenth is really exploding. This suits our time schedule. Yes, it is. Really exploding. Yes, yes, it is. And, you know, if you are a teacher, a government worker, or anything like that, you are off on that Monday because it's a national holiday now. I know. Isn't that exciting? I'm I'm reaching out to my parents. Absolutely. Uh, So this is... This is something we've always been looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And it, correct me, my sister, this is the first holiday that was made um, 
the legal holiday since Dr. Martin Luther since King. Since Dr. Martin Luther okay. King for the African American, yes. Okay, I always mm-hmm. want to be right. Absolutely, okay. and it's so exciting, you know, that we now have our second holiday. Isn't that something? So it is just absolutely wonderful, and we don't want it to just be a holiday. No, we, you, you know, we want it to be meaningful. We want to keep it very meaningful in the hearts of our community. Absolutely. Wow. And see, with me having my daycare, I teach in my daycare Mm -hmm. about all of our holidays. And I start teaching my girls at two years old how to wrap the the gay leg. And you should see them. Oh, they always wrapping me. Let me wrap you, Grandma. (laughs) And they know how to take the scarf and, you know, wrap themselves. And it made such a difference. It made it, it was like night and day, because they always ask me why that do would I dress? Possibly be something to do in the talent show. Yes, to show that I bet that yeah. would melt the hearts oh, of the judges. Oh my gosh! And I mean, they they can wrap it, knot it like they can bring them down. I I'm going to send you the registration form okay. for all of that. I will. And maybe one of the parents would bring. That would be so cute. Oh my goodness! They always wrapping me. They even know how to wrap with the um, the drying towel because right. you know the big one is too right, big for right, them. Right, right. So it's the drying towel, oh, and they just be that so. Is and it it made such a difference. I know you had a fashion show. Did you have them in there doing that? That would have been a nice little. Addition. No, not you in think two. Think about that. Uh, tutus and bow ties. Mm-hmm. No, and, we yeah. didn't. They're trying to get me to to do it again. We'll talk about that we'll later. About I told them I want to retire. Okay. And um, you know what? Not I just not just we want to educate our our babies. Absolutely. And as they grow up, and then back to Black History, all ten of my children got A's, plus 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 pluses for Black History, because I explained to them we have others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't want to take anything away, but right. we have others. Absolutely. And one of them wants to be a banker. She wants mm-hmm. to own her own bank. So she was Maggie. Mm-hmm. She said, Grandmama will have a lot of money and like feed Maggie. them like Maggie. And feed. Oh. And that made a difference right. because we started so See, young. See, yes, when they have role models that look like them, it's so much more effective. And that's why it's important. Yes. Very, yeah. very important, sis. And even what you do. You, I know your storyteller. I know you do a lot of things. Right. Yeah, every yeah every week I tell stories about African and African American history and culture on Instagram and on YouTube. Yeah, I've been doing it on Instagram for a couple of years. I started during COVID, so uh, they can look on Instagram Sankofa Tales. Yeah. On oh, Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Sankofa Tales. Okay. Well, we'll have to uh, do that and. Um, I wore specifically. I wore my celebration colors today because the kente, the kente. Cloth. I just told a story about the kente cloth. No, yes, I did. Yes, yes. I told it about two weeks ago. Wow. Just telling them about the kente cloth, and um, one of my main characters is a Nazi, the spider, and so Nazi the spider told them how he was involved in the kente cloth. Wow. Just wow. So they can understand. This used to be for royalty. Now anyone can wear it, but the kente cloth was only for the kings and the queens. I told them that only for the kings and the queens. Mm-hmm. 
royalties, celebrations, mm-hmm. and you know all of that. So with us bringing Juneteenth on June eighth, yes, well, yes, and I'm just praying that so many of our babies be there. Absolutely, I'm so hopeful. So hopefully, just come on, amen. Come on, get down there on the bus, however you want to get there. Amen, amen. Mm-hmm. So let's talk some more. I think we have a few more minutes. Okay. We have, ooh, we good. We Wait, have six minutes. Six minutes, okay. Yeah, so let's what, keep talking. Okay. Well, you know, one of the things that we can share about Juneteenth is another celebration that a lot of people don't know about, and that's called the Grand March. Near the end of the celebration, we'll gather everybody. Oh, my God, this is wonderful. And my dear friend Frank Ross is the curator of the Dance Museum. The Grand March comes from Africa. If anybody has family members in the Masons or the Eastern Stars, Mm -hmm. the dance that they do is the Grand Grand March. And we will be doing a variation of the Grand March at Juneteenth. That's you'll learn by the best. The yeah. curator Frank Ross. Yeah. That's one thing that will be very I remember him. It's, it's been a long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. The first time um I got involved in the Grand March. I couldn't stop crying. I, I, I just couldn't stop crying because this this was us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, is a and it, it make you feel different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not just a march. Absolutely. This is a march with feelings, right. purpose, and sharing. And it has African roots. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just mesmerizing. Yes, I, I it just is. love it. Very stately. And and then when you see like well, my parents would do that dance. That my dad was an Eastern Star. My mom, I mean, my dad was a Mason. My mom was an Eastern Star, and I didn't really understand that dance when they did it. But I knew it was beautiful, mm-hmm. and I knew they looked so regal. And it was really after they passed away that I realized or found out that was the Grand March. Now you and see so, how much history mm-hmm. we have that that we have, and we're so willing to share it. Mm-hmm. And I could just imagine the big eyes. Uh, ooh, we just imagine. And this would be hopefully something that, you know, at our weddings that we would do. That oh, we yes. Would look, that it would become so important to us that we would do the Grand March at our weddings. Wouldn't and that be Our nice. celebrations. Any celebration that I have always ends with the Grand March. Always. When my children graduated, we had the whole community, all of our guests in the backyard did the Grand March. Oh. Frank came. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is beautiful, though. It really is. Um, mm-hmm. um, years ago, learning from you all, when I was a mistress of ceremony at a wedding, and I suggested jumping the broom. Oh, yes. And people were in tears. I was in tears researching it. And so many people never knew the meaning of jumping the broom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we had the broom, and when I said sweeping away the past, oh, man, they was just really, really, really crying. Said they had been seeing it on TV, but just thought it was something from the movies. Mm-hmm. Didn't and know. didn't know. And now that we're 
doing it ourselves, mm-hmm. making mm-hmm. it happen is putting more meaning. What you more think about that, sis? I think absolutely. And there's a movie called Jumping the Broom. It was really good. And um, just to instill this history in our children, that one thing, I'll, the word that comes to me is improvise. And we have always been a people that would improvise. They wouldn't let us get married. So we came up with our own tradition. They didn't even know what we were doing, and they thought, oh, that's just mm-hmm. a bunch of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And we came up with our own traditions. We know how to improvise. When they didn't let us use our drum, we, we did the hand bone. Mm-hmm. We drummed on our thighs. We, we didn't let that drum go out of our heart. We know how to improvise. Absolutely. And everything. And everything. How about that? Improvise mm-hmm. and everything. Improvise and everything. That's our middle name. That's our middle name. <laughs> so give the announcement about the the day and the time and where we're going to be because we got 60 seconds and okay. we want them to hear this. It's Join us on June 18th, the African American Cultural Gardens on Martin Luther King Boulevard. You can look on our website, aaacg.com. And see how to get there. See what the uh, events are that day. The mayor is coming. We're so excited that our new mayor, Justin Bibb, will kick us off on our caravan. And then our festivities begin at the garden at 11 a.m. Please join us on June 18th down at the garden. Yes, please join us. (laughs) Juneteenth, 1865. And to those of us that never met our ancestors at that time, they still live, live, live in our hearts. Don't forget Juneteenth, your host of Queen on the Scene with my awesome sister, Beverly Lord, chairman of the Juneteenth of the American Cultural Gardens. We'll see you there. Peace.